Hello and welcome to Confessions of a Single Parent, hosted by myself, Naveen Kutri, founder of Playdate, the UK's first dating app for single parents. On this podcast series, we'll be speaking to other single parents to share their experiences about being a single parent, dating as a single parent, and all the joys and struggles that come with being a single parent. On today's episode, we are joined by Carmen Romero, who is the founder, a startup founder in the space of impact investing. She is a single mom. Welcome, Carmen, to Confessions of a Single Parent. Thank you, Naveen. It's a pleasure having you, um, and thank you for doing this. I know you are a very busy businesswoman, working mom. Um, before we go into the questions about dating and how it is being a single parent, could you just talk us through your setup as a single parent, how you became a single parent, and um, yeah, just talk us through a timeline of your situation. Yes, of course. Thank you for having me. No problem. <laughs> so I'm originally from Switzerland, mm-hmm. um, and so I met my ex-partner in April 2017. I was at the time living in the French-speaking side of Switzerland and he was living in a different city in the German-speaking side and um, so I decided to, for the first time in my life, um, prioritize my private life over my career. And so I decided to move, move, Mm. yeah, move cities. Um, I took a silly job. I mean, a silly job. I shouldn't say that because there's no silly job. I took a a sort of um, less uh, job that I was used to, um, just to be in the same city. So you weren't too heartbroken to to leave, to, to leave. I wasn't a bit because um, it was a lovely place I was living in. Um, so it was a little bit of anxiety to suddenly, you know, not follow the rational I had followed all my life. Followed and your heart. Followed my heart for the first time. Um, and so I established myself in a new city. Um, obviously, I spoke the language, so it was easy. It was still in Switzerland, so it was okay. And uh, we started uh, living together. And um, in February of the following year, I sort of became aware that I was very tired all the time and wasn't sure what was going on with me. So I thought, okay, um, premenopausal. You know, I was in my early 40s, so went to the doctor and she took all the tests under the sun and she couldn't find out, you know, what was wrong with me. So you weren't planning this? No, not mm-hmm. at all. We were talking about it, but I mean, you know, in your early 40s, what are the chances of you getting pregnant naturally? Uh, hello? <laughs> 2%? Enter, <laughs> So I went to the doctor and she took this last test and she didn't tell me what it was. And she said, you're pregnant. And I said, how did that happen? And she said to me, you should know. (laughs) (laughs) You should know. I said, no, I know what, I know how it happens. I just don't know, you know, why it happened to me. So yeah, I became pregnant uh, in my early forties. That's fantastic. And I took it as a gift because life is full of surprises, twists and turns. Was motherhood ever something you wanted? Like, was it, were you, how did you feel about motherhood? Frankly, no. I mean, I tried in my 20s, late 20s, because everybody else around me was having babies, but it wasn't really something that I was so aligned with. Mm -hmm. So I thought of, you know, I just put it behind me and never thought about it again. So it was really a surprise. And I took it as a miracle of life, really, and a gift. And I decided to be happy every day about it. How did your partner take it? Not well. (laughs) So... That when things started to go sour, yes, sour. yes, let's okay. say that, yes. Okay. So there's a difference between. I mean, we met on on an app as well, and he wanted a family and to get married and settle down. But there's a difference between the theory and then the practicality. Yes, of exactly happening. of actually happening. So. Um, yeah, so it was it was a bit of a shock for me to realize that 
we were not aligned on this because this is the you know the the starting point of why we started dating and then down the line something happened which was not communicated to me so there was a change of heart mm-hmm. and then um that was it so basically i was um uh i was alone for the first few months of my pregnancy and then he came back and you know with hormones and everything you say yes okay come back let's give it a chance i had the baby I had the best pregnancy ever super healthy super happy and um did you have support at that time so was he around the father or was it more were you on your own at that stage he was around but you know in switzerland there's no really parental leave whatsoever so really? for i mean no really not they give you i mean if your employer is nice they probably give like a day or half a day to the father and that's wow, it that's yeah really low i know It's just because Gosh. women are supposed to stay home with the kids and the men are supposed to bring the bacon home, Gosh, basically. That, that sounds like the Middle East, where I'm from. That sounds, that's not very well, European. No, but you know, I mean, Switzerland is not a very friendly uh, country for, for women in general. So um, uh, it, it's just the system, okay. the way it is, basically. So it's okay. very um, patriarchy driven. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyway... So he was around, yeah, but um, he, I mean, really, I think, you know, this is probably the, the only thing in life where you don't need a license, and you should, <laughs> because you have no clue what you're doing at the beginning, so. so. No one can prepare you for that. No, honestly, like, pff, okay, let's try to. Try and error. Yeah, let's try to do our best, and maybe we'll work, maybe, yeah. you know, we'll learn something. So, yeah, in the beginning, it was a bit tough. I was five months um, uh, on maternity leave. Mm-hmm. So it was very odd for me as a career woman to find myself at home with a baby. Uh, and it's very isolating, I must say. So, you know, suddenly you're you're nowhere. Uh, no business lunches, no meetings, no phone calls. You're just there with a baby and that's pretty much it. And the conversation is none. <laughs> I had the same exact experience. <laughs> and um, out of maternity leave, I was hired by um, a multifamily office to start an impact investing and venture philanthropy arm from scratch, which I did. I was really, really happy to get out of the house and actually really do something again. Um, and then how did you manage uh, childcare for your son? So I, I found a very nice um, what is it called childcare um, uh, home in uh, in the middle of uh, the city where we were living. Yeah, it was a nursery. It's not the same as here in this country. So oh, childminder, maybe. Yeah, like a childminder. They have like a group of children. Yeah, it was really small, mm-hmm. um, and then everybody works. So you yeah. just drop them between. I mean, the hours are between eight and six. So okay. you just drop them there. It yeah, it really worked, and they were so nice. They also feed them the children. They go around with them. Um, they go to the park. So it was really lovely. Um, they, it was really a good experience. And how long did you do that for? then so um he was there for um uh, the first year of his life and then um um something happened and the multi-family office just um uh, ended operations and a month after that i was hired by a london-based company um under the assumption that i would be relocating to london at one point or another and covid started which was really interesting so lockdown in switzerland was very very forceful so Mm. you know similar to the uk a a little bit more than the uk so it was very very harsh and it was new nobody knew really basically what was going to happen so that was the beginning of another adventure (laughs) working from home 
so much fun. At least you didn't have to homeschool, Carmen. No, that's true. That's true. That's true. Silver linings. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. And then when did you move to the UK? So I moved over here in November 2020, in between two lockdowns. So I just wow. had time to settle. And then the UK went into lockdown. And I was with my uh, then two-year-old son and uh, with my um, my dog, my, my 12-year-old dog. Oh, you and brought the dog along that time. I brought the... Uh, yeah, <laughs> she, she traveled with the movers in the truck, so she was super happy. <laughs> Right. Um, and how has been? So we're just going to go straight into dating stories now because I'm. I've, you've you have sent us something that really made me chuckle <laughs> because I have a, an example of a very similar experience, but I'll tell you about that later. Okay. Um, but can you tell us some funny stories around dating that you've experienced as a single mum or before being a single mum? Yeah, I went on a date and I fell asleep. <laughs> And the guy for the second one, which I really didn't so, get. So my question is, did you fall asleep because you were tired of sleepless nights because of your son or because he was just boring? No, I was really tired. I, I... <laughs> oh my God. As in head falling on the table, tired? As in head reclining backwards lightly, <laughs> uh, ladylike, closing my eyes. <laughs> While he was, while he was really talking, he, he, yeah, he must have really liked the sound of his own voice because he asked for a second one, so I really didn't get it. <laughs> he asked for a second date. He asked for a second date. Okay, now that's... Uh, that was odd. Yeah, he's a keeper. <laughs> Does he know he was you? You were asleep. Yes. I don't no. know. I didn't ask him. I I didn't mention so anything. And then <laughs> woke up again. <laughs> no, you're kidding. No, I'm not. I actually, it was really funny. I was really embarrassed, but I didn't mention anything. I just kept going. If he's mm-hmm. hearing, you're in trouble. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> Don't say it. <laughs> That's hilarious. Did you take him along to any dates, or did he? God, no, 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 no. But um, yeah, all the time. I mean, when is a day I don't have biscuit or jam or stickers on me or a dinosaur in my bag? I mean, I found dinosaurs in the fridge as well. So I mean, it's just like. <laughs> How did you find people that you go on dates with take you being a single mum? <gasps> oh my god. So usually they like the mum, but they don't want the package. Yeah. And it's Why do like they like the mum just because she's responsible and No, they like the mum because I'm, you know, I'm funny and I'm entertaining apparently. So No, we don't want, we, we don't want the full package. <laughs> but we don't want the package, you know. It's like, oh yeah, okay. And it's like, well, hello. And <laughs> there's no option here. <laughs> and know? do you often share that you're a mother from the first date? Oh yes. I mean, yeah. who has time to waste nobody so it's on your profile when you're dating absolutely it's absolutely it's just there open um and i'm quite proud to be a mum as well so do you think definitely. that has stopped you on these dating apps from finding someone who's serious about having a relationship by you being a mum has that kind of made them not want the package so hence not want to go on a second or third or take it any further yeah absolutely i mean most of the time that's what happens so they date you for a while and then when it's starting to stick they just run away just because they don't want to be a shadow for my son or and they have kids as well but they just don't want to do it again so Mm. that's it basically and it's just too much commitment 
Which is really interesting because I found out from, I mean, I didn't really have that much experience with dating apps before, but I found that um, although people are feeling lonely, and this is the reason why they are registering on online mm -hmm. uh, dating apps, that does not necessarily mean that they are actually emotionally available. Most of the time they're just lonely, so they're looking for the companionship online that and for the attention. That is a thing to say, actually, because that's so true. But that does not mean that they are actually physically and emotionally open to Ready. meeting someone else and making space for that person in their life and in their persona. So there's a huge difference, basically. Mm. Interesting. Okay, so um, I often ask this of our single parents. What are the things you love about being a single parent, things that you don't love about being a single parent? Because I always find the good and the bad in every situation. I have my personal thoughts about it, but I'd love to hear what you love about being a single parent. Sure. I think it's fun. My God, you laugh all the time. And your inner child is like full on. With <laughs> <laughs> dinosaurs and everything. Yeah, I mean, permission to play, you know. I mean, I don't know. I didn't have a necessarily very playful childhood. So I'm just taking back now. You're, you're, living, going you're for living for it. Yeah, I am. I'm doing silly things and playing football and learning new tricks. And oh my God, YouTube is my best friend, I can tell you. <laughs> it's so just wing it until you make it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, downside, 24-7. No I breaks. mean, no breaks, responsibility there all the time. And you need to be, you need to learn to be stable um, in your mood, in your physical presence, because that's what they crave. Uh, so you need to be stable yourself. Uh, you need to be always in a good mood and be open and there emotionally and physically for them. And I don't think people so, realize how difficult that is, especially for single moms that work and have responsibilities and have worries and stresses and concerns that you have to go home and put on the, the smiles and the fun and that everything is fine to just give them, give the children that kind of attention. And I always found that really something that's very difficult to do, but something that we all have to do. We're kind of forced to, okay, I've got to be mum now and I have to be engaged and present. So that isn't easy. Agreed. I think it's just putting the other, so the child first, and just making sure that they always have the same access to us, to our attention, to our love, to our physical, um, you know, touch. So it's just very important. Yeah. And uh, I, I think you're probably like me, because I'm not originally from here, and I don't have family here. I don't have much of a support system. So have you found your village, as they call it? Do you have a good group of people around you that support you, people that act as family how do you where do you find your support so I have an amazing community where I live um, amazing neighbors I have very good friends now so yes uh, we do have an amazing support system I, I was astonished because during lockdown when we arrived um, some of my neighbors just uh, showed up at my door and brought toys that their children were not playing with anymore I got Lovely. a bike for free I got a restaurant voucher so that I don't have to cook as well so it's just the, the support has been extraordinary I'm very lucky to be surrounded by such incredible people who really are there and they understand how difficult it is we should all go move where you live <laughs> oh yeah i'm not like giving you my address <laughs> um so with with dating apps so how do you how do you date now do you are you using dating apps not really i'm as i've only used two um played it is one of them 
Uh, thank you for creating it. You're welcome. Um, it's for you and I. But yeah, there's only another one I use. Um, but I, no. I mean, first of all, I think, as I said before, most of the people who create profiles are creating profiles because they feel lonely, but that does not necessarily mean that they're actually open to meeting somebody. So I probably have better chances of bumping into a super cute guy at Waitrose and starting a conversation <laughs> around the carrot section. So, <laughs> so, why not, you know? <laughs> so, um, Great choice of vegetable there. Yeah, well, I didn't want to use the other one, which is quite obvious, so... <laughs> telling you this this podcast is turning into something else entirely Gosh. anyway so yeah i i i think it's really tough to use online dating apps or maybe it's just me i'm just don't have enough time or investment into it i don't know yeah. i also i mean about around the emotionally ready bit and i felt because you know obviously i'm, I'm we found i founded playdate we get a lot of users and i think that's probably users acknowledging the fact that they're not ready we'd have a lot of users download the app on like a Friday night or a Saturday night really late and then the next morning we get an email say oh I, I don't think I'm ready please can you you know re re cancel my account I'm how interesting and I think what happens is they get this bout of like okay I've, I'm, I've got the confidence they've probably had a few drinks they're feeling okay I'm ready to put myself out there but it's still either they're not the their you know their previous relationship it's still very raw the breakup or they're just not ready um but I think single parents are a lot more sensitive to that Mm. because they've been through something themselves and they ac acknowledge and understand what emotionally ready being emotionally ready means um so i think there's an added sensitivity around true being we also have less time to play with so true. we don't want to waste our time those yeah <laughs> let's yeah. get to the point <laughs> yeah. time or money in or out yeah. <laughs> you choose <laughs> right moving on Maybe. i'll just say with you guys specifically actually because you're, you know, very successful career as well. You both got great careers. Not every single parent or single mum has that. So you've got the added, you know, burden of you've got work. You've actually got a job. Yeah. Like a lot of people, yeah, will have a, you know, will just have a part-time job. Whereas you guys don't. You actually have, you know, proper jobs. I don't, I don't mean that disrespectfully, but you know, it must be tough doing all that and then doing. That you know, and parent. I think that's why like time is so precious. So. I don't want to, we don't want to waste our time. So if we go on a date, I want that to be worthwhile. At least I know that this person has, you know, I've ticked off a few boxes at least before I go out on a date. So yes, single parent. Yes, wants more children. I would want more children. And then even if we don't ro get romantically involved, at least we can talk about the kids and have a laugh and a nice drink and, and move on. So I think time becomes a lot more precious. Time is precious for single parents, but especially working single mums or single dads time is even more precious i agree because also you guys are you know at work you'll have you know you have that adult adulting you'll have those conversations you'll you know you'll have some interaction with people where a lot of single parents don't have that you know there will be like you were saying when you're at home in the first few months you're just doing baby talk aren't you, you know you, you feel very isolated right away because you are out working you are getting a bit of what you're wanting from dating i'm guessing you're getting that interaction with humans with adults maybe men, maybe women, you're still getting yeah. a bit of that. So actually, you're probably a little bit pickier, maybe? A lot more pickier. Definitely. I think also, <laughs> I, think, I, 
I think you know exactly what you want and what you don't want. Mm. And it's and there's so many deal breakers for me now. Like whereas before I would be a lot more flexible with, you know, it, someone could be a complete disaster, but I'd be like, oh, but he's kind, but you know, but he's like horrible in all so many ways. I think now I'm just like deal breakers for me. I wouldn't even waste my time or give people a chance, which sounds really mean, but it's just like I've been through so much that I know. 100% what it is I don't want and what it is that I absolutely do want in a partner. I agree with you. And there's also the fact that we are not just talking about ourselves. We're talking about bringing in yeah. a person who might become a father figure to our little yeah. ones. And that is something that we must be very cautious about. I mean, that is my opinion in any case. So who am I bringing in my safe space to be part of this? Absolutely. And why easy, you know, easy, okay to enter this safe space um, and easy, okay to enter this sp yeah, safe space absolutely. and is he going to stick around? Because if he's just six months, it's not worth getting him in because, you know, my, my child will have an attachment. But then so. how do you know? It's like I never predicted that I'd be a divorced single mom. It's not something I've been in this situation out because I was forced into it because of what happened in my relationship. But it doesn't mean that I went into it wanting to be a single mom. It's not something I chose to do. But it's how do you, you can't predict that. No, you cannot. But if they are your best friend and you have great communication, as long as you have those two, I think there's a good chance that you can talk through anything. Yeah. And have a friendship as a base. Yeah. Yeah. and really work out any issues between the two. It's when communication is broken that it really is a problem or when someone is an introvert or when they have a different agenda. But if two people come together just because they want to be with each other in each other's presence because they have such a good time, they are good friends and they communicate well, I think there's a good chance that they will be sticking around one way or the other. Mm -hmm. So, Carmen, if I asked you what you look for in a partner, what are the kind of top three things that you would be looking for in your next life partner? So, one, kindness, funnily enough, that you mentioned it. So, kindness is really important to me. I think it's extremely underrated and considered as a weakness, in my opinion. Being kind is showing vulnerability as well, which is an extraordinary uh, skill. Mm. Um, empathy as well is very important on my list. Um, I want someone who is patient and has empathy and understanding of situations and can relate to them. So, probably someone who has children as well, because there is so much flexibility needed when you have a child yeah. and then somebody who is open to receiving me in their life makes space for me and makes me feel special mm. and that is really important as well okay well I wish you all the best of luck in your dating journey Carmen and thank I you Day offers you some wonderful men women whatever you're into <laughs> um to to give you to give you those things thank you so much um, Naveen. before we end the episode um i wanted to ask you what are the three how would you describe single parenthood in three words um fun adventure and quite a journey amazing great well thank you so much carmen it's been such a pleasure thank you for listening in today we hope you enjoyed today's episode watch out for the next one and if you'd like to find out more, please head over to our socials at GoToPlayDate or visit our website at GoToPlayDate.com where we share a range of content. You can also download Playdate via your preferred app store. So if you're thinking about going back into the dating scene, download Playdate today.